0: Oh. Be welcome to the Latchkey Sibs. Fucking nailed it. The podcast that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host and the youngest sibling, and not the loser, Gray Baker.
1: I'm Holland, and I'm the oldest and the winner. I'm Allegra.
2: I'm the middle one and i'm drunk <laughs>
1: and the lahoo zaher.
0: <laughs> this is also the first time in latchkey sibs herstory re- recorded herstory <laughs> that we are all in the same room Woo!
1: Oh, oh! it is christmas day baby
0: yeah it is christmas day the 25th of december <laughs>
2: Gray and I are sharing a mic. Can you believe it? <laughs>
0: and we're all a bit cashed. Little tipsy-tubes.
2: <laughs> we had a very champagne present, present opening session.
0: <laughs> yes. So, uh, what we normally do each week is present a movie to be critiqued, while the other two score it based on five specific categories. Um, however, our season has come to a close. We have closed the scoring books... The categories are no longer relevant until season two brand opening, when we uh, do our master draft for every non-themed month of 2022. I believe we only have four themed months, or is it five for 2022?
2: We have rom com February. We have Marchie, Kate, and Ashley. We have Sand Tumblr, we have Halloween, and we have holiday. So
0: five. So we have five. So for the remaining seven months, we are going to be doing a master list at the top of the year, a master draft, and those are the movies that we basically are spinning for for every month that we didn't just mention.
2: And guaranteed every movie we put on the list will be watched. Every single one. Yes. So Um, look out for that draft next week. Look out for that
0: draft next week or in our... Our case, 30 minutes from now.
2: (laughs) Or however long this episode But
0: (laughs) this episode is a celebration of Allegra losing. Yeah. And we're kind of going over her punishment that she was forced to do, um, which was to watch all three Princess Switch movies. Back to back. Back to back to back. back. back, um, No breaks. No breaks and give her opinion on each movie and you know, make some comments here and there as the time went on, make some predictions in between each movie and so on and so forth. And the
1: original caveat was that she had to be sober the entire time, but we kind of altered that a little bit. I like I we recorded the entire experience that I will edit into a shorter supercut that you will listen to in a little bit, but you will see how that shakes out.
0: Yeah. I mean, we also just, Holland and I figured it's probably going to be more entertaining for you guys if Allegra is intoxicated yeah. <laughs> in some capacity.
2: I'm generally more tolerable when I'm intoxicated.
0: <laughs> yeah. And we knew that from experience, and we thought it'd be best for the listeners as well. especially
1: after listening to her commentary, it sounds like these movies were really boring. So we had to do something to spice it up yeah, a little Allegra, bit. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> so, yeah. Please
0: explain to me what the plot was of each movie, because I've never seen them.
2: Oh, do you want to get into it? Should we start?
0: Yeah, let's yeah, just dive into it. into it.
1: We'll do a okay. little summary, and then at the end, I'll just like cut into your commentary so the listeners can kind of see firsthand what the experience was like
0: i highly recommend everyone listen to it please do we're gonna put it in at the end of this episode and it is so worth it
1: but after gray having listened to most of it we've realized we might need allegra to actually explain the plot of each movie so everyone has enough context to understand her Mm -hmm. commentary
2: okay i mean i think before we dive in do we have any um uh yearly reflections Because I know that mom, our mother, the one who birthed us, listened to our podcast and was like, wow, you guys are really mean to Allegra. And I'm like, I knew it! I don't (laughs) think we're that mean. My entire childhood validated. The fact that I lost this year is like really the icing on the cake
1: well that's not our fault yeah it, it really is really it? not normal. i really <laughs> it was, tried
0: to stay generous with my scoring for it was, the dog shit it was movies me you choosing grease
1: two yeah grease really two was, was probably the final nail it was
0: you choosing grease two yeah. and then the wheel just really really didn't like you favoring holland yeah holland's <laughs> cheater wheel because if we're being honest you didn't end up with such a bad deficit to me. Like, yeah. I think I kind of yeah. was the barometer of the the drafting because going into the draft, we were all fairly even except the last movie that you chose <laughs> on your own was Grease 2, which put you at a deficit. And then I was pretty even with getting bad movies and good movies. Holland basically only got good movies. Cheater. And you almost Exclusively got bad movies. No, yeah,
2: I'm amazing. So the fact that I was able to argue my way
0: up—you chose Grease 2 before we started getting randomly selected, and you still only came within—I think it was like like forty or thirty yeah. points perp- of me.
2: And then I purposely chose Jack Frost. I could. have Well, that was more when points. you
1: were already like. There's no way you could have won.
2: I know. I'm just saying that. Like, I'm very good at arguing. <laughs>
0: Apparently. So had, it's not that we actually are somewhat generous to you. It's just that you're good at I'm arguing. <laughs> Clearly you're amazing. Because uh-huh. you so got amazing. the punishment.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: um, Yeah, I mean, lessons learned. Um, You know, that was before we did the draft. So it's not like I will be like purposefully choosing anything on the level of Grease 2 for myself ever again. But it does... Make me think about, you know, if we are going to choose 10 movies each and Mm -hmm. we are guaranteed going to have to defend movies, it's like, do I really want to throw a stinger in? Yeah. Do I really think the odds are in my favor? Because Holland's Cheater Wheel you know, has not been kind. Well, I think
1: we're going to choose a use a different means of choosing movies for season 2 because you guys are all like I want to con- I want to control. It. Like I, I'm going to control I think we're going analog. System. I think we're literally writing names on paper and putting it in a hat.
0: I will do that. <laughs> I will keep I have plenty of hats <laughs> and I own paper, so I will do it and we'll just keep it in my office at yeah. my house and every week when we record or every month whenever we need to do another one i'll, I'll pull it out because yeah. i don't trust holland's fine and her tech <laughs> savviness she was the first one of the, she was the myspace generation <laughs> so i wouldn't put it past her for putting on a yeah, phony my
1: html skills yeah yeah
0: i wouldn't put it past you learning you know how to replicate the well-known wheel spinning software but tweaking it
1: sure Mm-hmm. mm-hmm okay I mean,
2: you're you're the basically <laughs> the systematic backbone of this podcast we don't know what you do behind the scenes and we're not looking mm-hmm. you do all the ads you do all the editing you do all this work and so maybe maybe you're like hey I,
1: so fuck me right I deserve <laughs> <love alone. laughs> fuck me for doing all the work i deserve love actually <laughs>
0: oh, oh so gosh. just because you do all the work you
1: get to get the better m- Is that-
0: got her got her red-handed <laughs>
2: fucking zing Woo! Caught her in a confession. Sign here. You
1: guys are much drunker than I. <laughs> Get
2: are fucking level ball in. Um, we
1: fly. So I think so, we no should lie. have Allegra explain succinctly, yes. if possible, <laughs> the, the plots of the three Princess Switch movies. This is part of your punishment. No, yeah. Yeah. Having no, to no, do no, this. Number I'm, one. I'm
2: actually very excited to tell you the plots of these movies, and I will try to not use swear words as much as possible. <laughs> Hey, man, we got, we are explicit. It's fine. <laughs> so Princess Switch won with only two Vanessa Hutchins. Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, okay, so we have Chicago Vanessa Hutchins, and she is the owner of a bakery in Chicago.
0: Thin crust pizza? No thanks. I'm from Chicago.
2: Yeah, she eats soup um, with pizza crust. Uh, and she's like, she has a best friend who she runs the bakery with and his name is kevin (laughs) and he has a daughter whose acting is fine um and he's like oh we should go to genovia and do their cooking baking contest and she's
1: belgravia belgravia
2: so belgravia is a fictional country in europe where everyone has english accents (laughs) Uh, which is very confusing. I think Belgravia is actually like a neighborhood in England, but they've made it a full-blown country somewhere. Great. I know. Kevin looks real boring in movie one, but then he grows a beard in movie two, and it makes him look way hotter. I'm looking
0: at the... It looks like like the poster, the Netflix kind of poster for the first Princess Switch, and Kevin's hair looks like a really bad wig, <laughs> in the photo at least. Great. It just looks like it's not... like. The hair color does not match his eyebrows at all, and it's just like a corny, curly wig.
2: I think it's important to note that aside from the Vanessa Hutchinson's, uh, no one is hot. (laughs) Um, See, you see
1: him with a beard? He looks much better.
0: Yeah, he's better with the beard.
1: He looks so anyway. And his real hair. Kevin in Chicago, Vanessa Hudgens. Kevin, go to Belgravia for a baking competition.
2: Okay, so listen, Kevin looks so much better in a beard. I thought they recasted him. He looks so (laughs) much better. But yeah, so he's like, why don't you go to Belgravia? And she's like, no, I never do spontaneous out of the box things. And also, I'm still not over my boyfriend, Paul. And so then she runs into her ex-boyfriend, Paul, and he has a new bitchy girlfriend because, of course, they're always bitchy girlfriends. And they're like, oh, we're going to go meet his parents. Like, What are you doing for your Christmas? And she's like, I'm going to Belgravia for a cooking competition. And that's the con- like contrived reason why they're going to Belgravia. <laughs> um, yep, that's her. That's, that's Paul and the bitchy girlfriend on Google Images. And she has this long ponytail that's totally not fake. And uh, you cut to Belgravia and then she gets to Belgravia and she's like at the cleaning competition and there's this super bitchy redhead lady and she's like, I fucking hate you, Vanessa Hutchins from Chicago. I'm going to beat you at this contest. And you'd think that like she would play a bigger role in the plot as a villain and she fucking doesn't. Um, But then she like gets like the bitchy redhead lady, like spills something on Vanessa Hutchins. And then she's like, oh, I need a new apron because, you know, aprons have to be spotless. That's like their whole point. And then she goes to the bathroom and she runs into her doppelganger gasp with short hair. And then the doppelganger has has, a British accent, um, which actually isn't that bad. And she's like, holy shit, you look like me. You know, I'm getting married to this prince soon. Why don't you be my baker and bake me a new cake? Come to this location. Don't tell anybody. Um, And then the next day she's like, just kidding. I don't need you to bake me a cake. I need you to swap places with me because I'm about to get married, but I want to know what it's like to have a normal life for like a weekend. Um, But I promise that all you have to do is just like chill out and no one will know. My fiance is going to be out of town. So she's like, oh, okay. And then there's a really boring montage where they teach each other how to be each other. And it's only like 15 minutes into the movie. And I'm like, I don't know anything about these characters. And they're going to swap places. You don't places. need to recap your commentary. I okay, So basically. Just the movie. Yeah. British Vanessa Hutchins spends the weekend with Kevin and his daughter, and she falls in love with Kevin. And then Chicago Vanessa Hutchins spends the weekend with the prince and falls in love with the prince. And then at the end of the weekend, they swap back, and Chicago Vanessa Hutchins has to win this baking contest. And the villain is like, I'm going to cut the cord on her mixer. And she's like, oh, no, I have to mash the berries by hand. And I'm like, that's it? That's the big fuck it. Whatever. She fucking whatever. She just does it by hand, and she wins anyway. And so then um, the British Vanessa Hudgens is like, here's your ribbon, and everyone's like, holy shit, they look the same. And so they confess to the boys that they love, that they lied to them all weekend, and that they loved each other. It's only been two days. And a Chicago Vanessa Hudgens and the prince get married, and that's the end.
1: Great. I'm going to need you to be a little more succinct for the next two movies.
2: (laughs) Okay. So movie two... Uh, British Vanessa Hutchins and Kevin have broken up. Oh no, her dad died, her brother abdicated, and so now she has to take over like Monocopia or whatever the fuck her made up country is called. (laughs) Um, because it's not Belgravia, and she's like, Well, I never expected to be queen, I wanted to be a normal girl and fall in love with normal Kevin. Um, but now she's like, okay, I'm going to be queen and there's a coronation. So Chicago, Vanessa Hutchins is like, no, you should f- still fall in love with Kevin. We need to get you guys
1: Wait, back she's together.
0: not from Belgravia? No. I guess that's
1: where the prince is from. That's where the prince is from. Okay. But so, Chicago, Vanessa Hutchins So Chicago, Hutchins Vanessa
2: Hutchins is now the princess of Belgravia and British Vanessa Hutchins is the queen to be of Mordovia or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> and she and Kevin broke up. And no one knows why. And her chief of staff is in love with her. So um, then there's a third Vanessa Hutchins, a blonde party girl, Vanessa Hutchins, who just wants money.
1: Her name is Hutchins, by the way. Not Hutchins.
2: Whatever. (laughs) Um, Gabriella. Uh, So blonde Gabriella is like, wait a second. I need money so that we can go to Capri. Um, so she's like, what if I switch places, I kidnap the queen to be and I take her place long enough to get coronated and then like somehow transfer money into my accounts. And so then British, but like unbeknownst to British and American Vanessa Hudgenses, Hutch- Hutch- they're like, wait a second, you got to talk to Kevin but you don't... You now have enough time. So I'll pretend to be you, and then you can spend time with Kevin and rekindle your marriage or whatever. And so blonde Vanessa Hudgens accidentally kidnaps American Vanessa Hudgens, thinking it's British Vanessa Hudgens.
1: This it's- is extremely contrived. <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> um, so they do a kidnapping. She tries to do a coup and take over the country, but... Um, everyone just talks to each other and it falls apart immediately and there was actually <laughs> right. no conflict all along and blonde vanessa hudgens is supposed to go to jail but british vanessa hudgens is like you know what she is family and american it, vanessa Hudgens.
1: she <coughs> she's a cousin she's right a cousin so they're so all they're cousins
0: just, so they're a fam this is the first time hearing of this <laughs>
1: Yeah, so the- I don't think Chicago Vanessa Hudgens and British Vanessa Hudgens are related. Actually, they are. So in they the first are? movie,
2: they're like, actually, you have like a distant cousin, Cecil, who like disgraced the family and moved to Chicago and we lost track of them and we think you might be related. Oh, so they are all so cousins. So they are all cousins. They're all
1: identical cousins. <laughs> identical cousins,
2: <laughs> you know. That's how genetics works. You know how Grey kind of
1: looks like our cousin? <laughs> yeah, but it happened like again, but exactly. Like twice. Yeah.
2: So even though American Vanessa Hudgens was literally kidnapped and trapped in a dungeon for like a whole day and is like, "Uh, you got to send this blonde bitch to jail. The British one is like, "Now nah, we'll just give her community service. And that's the end of the movie. Okay. And she becomes queen and marries Kevin.
1: Oh, she does marry Kevin. Yeah. Okay, great. Who marries Kevin? The, the British, British Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens. Hudgens.
0: Okay.
2: Because Chicago's Vanessa Hudgens already married her prince.
0: And then what about blonde Vanessa Hudgens? Just She's community service? Jail, yeah. Straight to jail. <laughs>
2: jail, yeah.
0: Okay, number three.
2: three. Guys, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to be succinct about this, but I will try. Okay, so British Vanessa Hudgens and Chicago Vanessa Hudgens. Just say Vanessa. Okay, Chicago and British ladies. Are like, we want to throw a big holiday party on Christmas. We need to get this special star of St. Nicholas from the Vatican.
0: What? (laughs) So the Vatican's still real in this universe.
2: Yeah, so apparently these are Catholic nations. By the way, all three movies, never mention Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. Don't know, but this is the most Christmassy, objectively, of the three movies. Yeah. So, okay.
0: where? What did Christmas? What role did Christmas play in the first two movies? Jack
2: shit. Not <laughs> relevant.
0: <laughs> Just as a backdrop. Set dressing. Okay.
2: Um. And so they're like, oh, okay, so we have this priceless Christian artifact, and it gets. Stolen, and they're like, Holy shit, the Vatican's gonna fucking excommunicate us. How do we get this back? And they're like, Well, to think like a criminal, we need a criminal. Do we know any criminals? And they're like, Yes, blonde Vanessa. Oh <laughs> so- my god. So, blonde Vanessa is at a covenant with and doing like mopping and whatever. And she's all this community service she has to do. And they're like, Hey, mother superior we need to borrow her is that cool and she's like you're literally my queen so yes <laughs> and so blonde vanessa Hutchins is like yeah no problem i can totally I i know a guy so she goes to her ex easily the most attractive of the three dudes but still honestly
1: okay. pretty kind of boring. boring.
2: <laughs> and she's like hey tony or whatever the fuck his name is uh the star of saint nicholas was stolen he's like don't worry i know exactly who did it we gotta plan a heist <laughs> so this is a heist movie now <laughs> and so they're like planning their heist and like she oceans
1: vanessa she and
2: her ex have these like weird like well you left me ocean
1: Z Hudgeon. uh
2: and he's like you gotta talk to your mom and she's like i will not talk to my mom Um, and I'm like, wow, dude, like I've never met an ex who was like really intense about me talking to my mom, but whatever. Uh, Heist. Okay. So they're planning the heist and then they realize, so the star of St. Nicholas is behind lasers and Vanessa Hud, blonde, Vanessa's cronies aren't skilled enough to get through the lasers with her ex. So they're like, okay, we need blonde Vanessa Hudgens to do acrobatics through these lasers, but who's going to distract the guy whose house we're at? And so they're like, okay, British Vanessa Hudgens is going to have to pretend to be blonde Vanessa Hudgens at the party while they rob the guy whose party it is, who's horny for blonde Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> and they're like, cool, no problem. Let's So go. this is
1: the switch of the third movie. Yeah.
2: And then, so American Vanessa and her prince husband are like, I guess we'll just chill here. And then the Covenant calls and they're like, oh my God, her parole hearing is being up moved up to tonight she needs to be here or else we'll all be arrested and so chicago vanessa has to pretend to be blonde so
1: everyone's pretending to be blonde vanessa there are three
2: blonde vanessas (laughs) and i think all of their love interests is is developed new fetishes because of this movie So she goes with her prince, and this is the most personality the prince has ever had in three movies, and she's like, hello, I'm the prince, blah, 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 the princess, blah, 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 and he's just like, so you should commute her community service, and she's like, maybe you shouldn't, because I kidnapped someone, um, and they were like, no, 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 we'll commute your service anyway, and the girl who got kidnapped is like, I feel conflicted, but they get the star of St. Nicholas, the heist goes totally fine, they come back to the castle, and boom, the blonde vanessa the real one her ex who helped them do the heist stole the star of nicholas swiped him bamboozled and so she's like i know exactly where he is and so blonde vanessa comes she's like give me the star of saint nicholas because i love my family now mia familia and he's like "If you really love your family you should talk to your mom and she's like how dare you make me talk to my mom she was mean to me as a child and then they talk to each other and they Get back together, and they get the star of St. Nicholas, and she makes out with the hot Asian guy, and that's the end of the movie.
1: (laughs) Great. That was easy. (laughs) Thank you for explaining those three plots for us, Allegra. Now your commentary will make slightly more sense. (laughs) I am
0: so happy I did not have to watch this movie.
1: They were very (laughs) boring. (laughs) All right. All right, well... uh. So how? So this was just a very boring like four hour experience. It was one right? of the most
2: boring four hours I've <laughs> done in a long time, and we literally just had a pandemic. So,
1: <laughs> um,
0: what do you predict for Christmas Switch Four?
2: No one's pregnant.
0: <laughs> so you think Christmas Switch Four is going to involve pregnancy?
2: One of
1: them has to.
0: And then, how are they going to switch?
2: Switch
1: sperm babies. donors
2: switch babies. Yeah. I do
1: know that everyone was really upset that the Princess Switch 3 didn't have another Vanessa Hudgens they're like they already gave us a third one in the second movie why aren't they giving us more in the third one <laughs> listen
2: it's because it, if you have ever engaged in romance universes like this you know that you like every time they introduce a side character there has to be a romance for that character eventually so they introduce Bl- Blondie in, in the second one so of course the third one was going to be about her romance you know who hasn't had a romance plotline yet not even in the background
1: Kevin's daughter
2: exactly <laughs> Is
1: she going to be like old enough to have a romance in the oh, fourth yeah. movie? They like super aged her up.
2: They super aged her up between one and two. Mm. And so I imagine she's going to like graduate from her ballet high school and she's going to have a little, little boyf. Okay.
0: And also a distant cousin that looks just like
2: her. <laughs> but it's like all the Vanessas play such a role in her life that I'm sure they'll think of some stupid bullshit reason to switch the Vanessas again. <laughs> but what I want them to do is find the prince. Because, like, all of this has got to do with inbreeding. With enough inbreeding, you all look like your cousins. Remember how George V looked exactly like Tsar Nicholas II? Yeah. Yeah. Then where's the prince's doppelganger?
1: (laughs) I know. You really wanted that to happen in the second one. Because I also, during her punishment, she recorded her thoughts throughout, and I had her do predictions for each movie of what she thought was going to happen. And I know after she finished the first movie, she was like, What's even going to be the Switch? Is it going to be the Prince? What's going on?
0: Listen, guys. Just to sprinkle in a little bit more intrigue for (laughs) the listeners to uh, stay till the end. Yeah, to stay for Allegra's uh, commentary is I liked your Beatles conspiracy. (laughs) And we'll just let people figure that one out when they listen. I liked the Beatles conspiracy. And I liked uh, (laughs) your song that you you (laughs) made for the movies.
1: She's got a wonderful song that she sings. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think that might that just might about do it. Before we dive into your supercut, so I guess
2: can we put this in after the supercut with my final thoughts?
1: Okay, so. I will cut in the supercut now.
2: All right, I'm about to start the first Princess Switch. I am not excited. I don't know anything about these movies. I think they're Christmassy. I think it's a princess in the popper story. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to be extremely bored. Um, not gonna have fun at all. Um, I have to be sober, which debatable, but um, I'm also sitting in a chair instead of lounging on my bed, so not gonna be very comfortable. Um, I'll check back in as soon as I have a note. So I'm about 46 seconds in. I noticed that the subtitles are on and it's giving me the lyrics to what is kind of a stupid and dumb, Christmas song and they're like oh I want to hang out with you at home under the mistletoe babe and it did remind me of a fun fact and if I'm going to be forced to watch these alone then I am going to drop all the fun facts that I want the origins of mistletoe as a Christmas tradition is that old Celts Celtic people um, made it into tea that they thought would make you very horny so I guess this disgusting song is very appropriate The exposition in this movie is fucking awful. Belgravia. If you were gonna argue with any Beatle, it should absolutely be John Lennon. Oh, her ex is named as Paul. No wonder she doesn't want to argue with Beatles. Wait, no. She is used to arguing with Beatles. She was dating Paul McCartney. That is what I'm imagining right now. Vanessa Hudgens, dated Paul McCartney. It was weird. He was old, and they broke up, and now she started to break rate to get over him. Oh, I, I, guess, I guess we're going to Belgravia. I guess the movie is happening now. Okay. The music is just so boring. It's just Christmas, 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 just generic, and it's so boring, and there's no goddamn way they left Illinois, and uh, I don't... I don't want to watch this. (laughs) I don't want to watch. She didn't even change her clothes. She didn't even change hair and makeup. Ugh. I'm going to go ahead and say this child actor is okay at best. She was in Chicago last week. It is not unreasonable to assume that you were also in Chicago last week. It'd be a weird coincidence. Stop gaslighting Vanessa Hudgens, someone who is clearly supposed to be Santa Claus. Oh no, I sauced your berries (laughs) the bitchy character is having a lot of fun if i saw my goddamn doppelganger i'd be losing my goddamn mind i don't care if you're royalty or like especially if you're royalty i would be suggesting the princess switch immediately i do low-key appreciate the fact that they're like no there could be distant cousins it's a freak thing and um, not, like, magic and completely unexplained, sort of, like, it takes two. Love the British Vanessa Hudgens character. She's very, like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, this is her impression of a British person. Can't believe she cut off her inches for this. Such a slow and boring montage. It's, like, only t- one outfit change. We don't even get, like, a good hair cutty montage. Bad. I think it would be hilarious if this movie ended up like Vanessa Hudgens getting mad with power and not wanting to switch back and like putting her doppelganger princess into prison so that she could become a world leader and uh, it's like the crown mixed with Breaking Bad. This movie started so fast, like so abruptly. We barely spent any time in Chicago. We barely got to know her at all before the princess doppelganger came up to the point where I'm like... I don't know if I can tell them apart. Like, all these shenanigans of of getting things wrong in each other's place. Like, I don't know. I don't know what they're supposed to know and not supposed to know. Ugh, the music. I feel like I'm watching a children's movie. These movies are going to suck because the prince is not hot a kid asking santa for a new mom is so dark and so sad that i don't think it's like oh how cute so they're playing the come let us adore him song and i'm just like do people want to adore jesus so much because he's like their lord and savior or because like they just love babies people love babies oh my god it takes two chop and moment I've watched way too much of The Crown. If you, like, ate dog shit in front of everyone when you're supposed to be a master piano playing and you could only do the bells part of Carol of the Bells, like, all the Princess Margaret of the world would have, like, eaten her alive. The gossip mill would have destroyed her. This is one of the horniest Santas I've ever seen. You know, I really don't understand why this has to be a Christmas movie. This feels like a really run-of-the-mill, mill fanficky y like romance like why Christmas what about Christmas is important here how many fake British nations are there because like both the leads are from different countries but they both have British accents like did they both go to British school did the British colonize other parts of Europe like what the fuck is the fucking lore of their accents in this movie Oh, the very repressed prince got a hug from the hot girl. He's all raging for it. Not a single person seems to give a shit about their role in this movie, except for maybe Santa and maybe Vanessa. I don't know. Vanessa actually seems like she's having a good time. Everyone else seems to be just like, oh, pay pay me, pay me. I don't understand how this bitch is in a mini skirt and heels when it's like full on snow literally everywhere they are. Like she must seem like an insane person. Oh, there's still 30 minutes left. Uh, it's Netflix self promoting their own movie, Christmas Prince. My phone died, so now I can't play on my phone. And there's still like fucking 20 minutes left of this fucking movie. How'd this motherfucker get clear shit head on like fucking mugshots? The real princess wouldn't last five minutes in Chicago. What the fuck is with this like Great British Bake Off tent ass accommodations? Why is there only like six contestants? What is this baking competition? How the hell did it take them all the way down to the filling part of the baking competition to realize that their fucking mixer wasn't working? They literally already were taking cakes out of the oven. They would have noticed this by now. Burn, bitch. You're normal. Boom. This ending sucks shit. This is so boring. They win with almost no complications. The fucking mixer being broken did literally nothing. There's no tension. Everyone found out the truth and like no one gives a shit. There are no stakes whatsoever. It's like they purposely just hate being camp. So it's just boring. I'm so bored right now. Welcome everyone to Princess Stacey. This kid is like, make out with her dad. I'll get it in dad. Get your dick wet dad. Who the fuck runs into a crowded room with a royal saying, you can't be in love with me. Like, are you trying to make headlines, bitch? These ding dongs. Are, like they have British accents, so I can't help with comparing them to the crown, but like their media must not give a shit. This must be some fucking low GDP ass country where your prince can just marry Americans from Chicago and have them start a bakery in your two horse town. Like, whatever. It's all silly, it's all silly fluff. And I would totally be down for it if this weren't one of the most boring movies I have ever watched. Okay, Princess Switch 1 in the bag, and uh, yeah, kind of exactly how I expected. Uh, Extremely boring, almost no personality, uh, no one's trying very hard, Uh, I could predict everything that was about to happen, nothing was interesting visually, character-wise, no one was hot. No one had chemistry. The little girl was a bad actor. There was absolutely no stakes at all. Like, this was a nothing plot about nothing. So, maybe someone will die in the next one. Who knows? Okay. And I'm continuing to record for some reason. Because Holland is laughing too hard. I'm guessing it's a present from her and Grey. Which, I've learned to not trust their presence. Well,
1: you're going to be happy with me. Okay. <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> no, I don't want that. Shots, <laughs> can you just stick it in the coke?
1: Can I just? I'll, get, I'll let you do whatever you want. Okay,
2: cool.
1: <laughs> I was like, I don't,
2: I'm gonna throw up. Uh, here, give me that blue cup. <laughs> I'm just like, of course, the only way I get to get drunk is if you make me take a fucking shot.
1: take half of it. Take half of it. Oh. There. <sighs> half, open the Coke. I brought you here, a chaser for here. a reason. Oh, God. If I throw up on you, that's your fault. <laughs> Uh. You don't have to shoot the rest.
2: Okay. No, this needs to go into the cup. (laughs)
1: Merry Christmas, Uh. Princess
2: Switch Two. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas. They need it. Okay, the Princess Switch Two is it not Vanessa Hudgens again? Switched again? I don't know. I can't. No, it's definitely her. Oh my God! In the third one, there's another Vanessa Hudgens. Oh my God. Okay, so don't, I don't
1: like you being able to see the thumbnail. Well, that's not
2: my fucking fault, huh? and You can blame Netflix for this.
1: <laughs> Wait, you have to do your
2: thoughts first. Uh, okay, it's Princess Switch 2 switched again. She's already married him, so I'm guessing this is going to be like either f- five seconds after their wedding and now they're planning the Princess Vanessa Hudgens' wedding. Well, I guess now the Chicago... Vanessa Hudgens is now the princess and Margaret's still Lady Margaret. So we're either gearing up for her fucking New Year's wedding, which is only supposed to be like two weeks after Chicago Vanessa Hudgens' wedding. But my guess is that it's like a little bit later, like just post honeymoon. And she's like, "Oh, I have to learn how to rule. Sort of like how in Princess Diaries 2, she goes to Genovia. By the way, this is basically Genovia, except... Way shittier. It's just some fucking snowy ass back lot. It's like definitely still Los Angeles or something. But oh god, it's like you have to learn how to rule, but you don't know jack shit because you went to a Chicago public school. And she's like, oh, I don't know how to play piano. Like, oh, will I really make it? But like, where does the switch come in? Is there still a switch or is it just like, well, it's in sequel, so it's gotta say switch. But like who would she switch with? Is there now like a doppelganger for the prince? Is the other Vanessa Hudgens even in this? Is the uh, is 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 British Vanessa Hudgens' fiance and stepdaughter going to be in? like I don't know. I have like the first one was Princess and the Popper. Like obviously they're going to switch. They're going to fall in love with some dudes and they're going to be like, "Oh no, we lied to them." Blah, 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 blah. No one's going to give a shit and that's the movie. Sequel Maybe they like try to switch back for Princess duties. baking. who gives a shit? Who cares? She's gonna get pregnant. Whatever. Those are my predictions. Your- They're bringing the boring redhead villain back. Like, um, is she gonna fall in love? Oh hell yeah! Zach Brackman is back. Oh oh, Munich. Ooh, the prince just put a shirt back on you know they smashed after the baking competition oh man he wants to put it in so bad you've been married a year and you can't tell your wife that you want to bang her like how bad is your communication this is why you don't get engaged when you know someone for two days kevin just said you never have too many cats and he's right and he should say it also i'm eating popcorn i'm feeling amazing after two shots of rum suddenly this movie Seems incredible, and I did have a little bit of weed. Drink, Holland doesn't know. <laughs> it was only like five milligrams, so Holland, don't worry. I don't know how many cats he has. He implies that there's a minimum of one, but it also sounds like there's more than one cat he already owns. Literally, bitch, why don't you abdicate two? Why don't you not also abdicate? Is like the next person who would be in line just like a huge dick or something? Are they the villain of this movie? That would at least be mildly interesting. Why was the villain in the last movie some fucking dude who worked for the king and nothing happened with that and some baker lady who also never made an impact? I'm so bored. Of this they had another really boring montage. Who cares? Eating uncooked flour is actually really dangerous for you. You have a higher chance of getting sick from something really nasty from just raw flour than even just getting out salmonella for an egg. I'm just talking about like odds. Of, like don't do either. Do not eat raw eggs or raw flour. Ooh, love triangle with her prince of staff. Prince of staff. Chief of staff. British Vanessa Hudgens is definitely way more interesting than Chicago Vanessa Hudgens. I hope I'm allowed to drink more alcohol after this movie. Two dudes dancing together. We got a woke ball. BRB going to the bathroom. I went to the pee and there's a new blonde Vanessa Hudgens. She's like a bitchy blonde Vanessa Hudgens. Is she horny for Kevin? Listen, Kevin's hotter than the prince, but he's somehow more boring. Princess Stacy. Spoopy. Spoopy. Why is this movie about Christmas? I'm in whatever minutes into the fucking second movie and I still don't understand why it has to center around Christmas at all. Her lackeys just take the wallets of the rich people there. I bet the rich people don't even have wallets. Like, they gotta rob their servants for that shit. Ooh, we have a scene with a villain, Vanessa. All right, things are starting to have a real plot, you know. We're, we don't have enough money, but I look like the queen. I could impersonate her and then spend lots of money. Did they recast Kevin? This beauty guy seems hotter, but I can't tell. You've become the queen of my heart. Uh, yeah, love is a lot of work, you dingbat. You fucking stupid idiot. It's called communication. It makes absolutely zero sense why she wouldn't tell her husband. Like, he knows about the switching. Like, he seems cool. Like this is just rife for misunderstanding and ruining your marriage because he wants to bone you stupid bitch oh another montage about switching they're so good at this god their hair is even worse like i didn't love the short hair from the first movie but it was like cute enough now it's all like puffy and weird Ugh. It's so boring, uh, it's all boring, even the fun evil Vanessa Hudgens is boring and why is she wearing like almost black lipstick, it's like, I don't think this is the vibe. The, she, Vanessa Hudgens is so much cuter than this, what the fuck song is playing? Honestly, if they were like, no, I'm totally gonna tell my husband, babe, what if I switched again? And he was like, no, no, no. Yes. Then I would understand her being like lying to him. But like, come on. How do you not know that's your wife? Okay. The all gentleman gentlemen did not know that they were like singing about Satan in that song too. Like they must save us from Satan. Christmas music. So weird. Okay. I guess Kevin and what's her face are getting back together. I mean, unless they're going to try and sabotage it in some way. Antonio's going to, like, do some lying and sabotage because he's jealous. I don't know. They just fucking kidnapped a goddamn princess. Like, these dummies are going to jail for the rest of their freaking lives. It's stupid. Hey, my prediction from the first movie's coming true. Evil Stacy or evil Vanessa Hudgens is pretending to be... The- Margaret! It is gonna try and take power! Wow! Dude, the fucking exposition is so boring. It brings the movie down to a fucking crawl. Like, we, me, the audience, like, I already know this shit. Ugh, I'm so boring. It seems super unnecessary for her to break up Maggie and Kevin. But, like, go off, I guess, psycho. I haven't really made any notes because there's really nothing to say. The movie is just happening. Like, there's nothing bad enough for me to make fun of, but there's also nothing good enough for me to be, like, really engaged. It's just, like, I guess the plot is better. But, like, I still don't give a shit about any of these people. The dungeon? The dungeon? Bitch, like... (laughs) A cell, sure, the dungeon. Whoa, last minute villain redemption story. All she says is my parents hate me and now we're like, no, 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 she's cool. The music has more of a personality in this movie, I will say. Not like much, but like more. This movie, like, cannot stand having any stakes. Like, as soon as there's even a little bit of conflict, they're like, no, no, end it, end it, end it. We have to, everyone has to be happy. There can't be any stress or conflict. And it's just boring. Lizzie would hate a public airport wedding. Are you kidding? Dude, no one would go on that flight. Like, the flight attendants wouldn't want to leave. They would not rush the royal wedding. The priest would be like, hell yeah, royalty. Like, this is going to be everyone's fucking story for the rest of their lives. And he's like, oh, I really got to catch this plane, your majesty. This is certainly not more important than the plane that doesn't even want to take off. Dude, even my comments are boring. I'm trying so hard to give any comment about anything but even it's too boring it's the most boring thing in the whole world candy cane kisses oh who makes this fucking music are you proud of yourself whoever the fuck wrote and sang this song are you fucking proud of this christmas garbage that you okay i've now seen two princess switch movies and i i guess my main question is why are the, why do these movies exist what is their audience? Cause I would say they are absolutely not sexy at all. Like the dudes are like passingly attractive, but there's no sex scenes. There's like mostly only kissing. And even then only like a couple times in the movie, like what is, what demographic is this appealing to? Like moms are horny. So I feel like this cannot be appealing to moms unless it's like super christian moms and, and there's also like even less christmas in this one like i didn't know why the first one had to t- take place in christmas at all and this one like no mention of christmas basically they like, keep talking about how the coronation's on christmas the coronation just fucking happened and no one mentioned christmas at all and like the guy who's like i guess Santa is here and saves the day again but like no one even exchanges presents in this movie no one talked about the spirit of christmas there's just the worst christmas song i've ever heard in my entire life it might even be worse than the first christmas song from the first movie but like who enjoys this how did this get three movies why did they make two sequels there's no conflict This movie had more conflict than the first one, but it's like the movie is so uncomfortable with any tension whatsoever. They immediately resolve it, like immediately, not even, not even a struggle. Everyone's very communicative and solves their problems right away. And all the good guys win. And even the bad guy we're redeeming. And like, I hope she's fun in the next one. She seems to be center stage. So maybe, maybe the third one is about evil Vanessa Hudgens finding love. Because the first two are married and obviously your lives are over and much more boring once you're married is what the message I'm getting. Uh, she's not pregnant, Chicago, Vanessa Hudgens, but she probably will be in the next one. They're probably all going to be fucking pregnant in the next one because this feels like weirdly Christian-y enough that they're like, everyone has to get married and can't have sex before married, And you're like, your point of being married is a kid. Like, it's too cookie cutter wholesome and it's so goddamn boring like it's exactly as boring as i thought this would be are you gonna make me do more shots yeah. thank <laughs> god because like the first 20 minutes what only one shot only one
1: only one you have to do it Ugh. i don't have any more coke so i brought you this gatorade,
2: and oh.
1: This gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's, like, it's like white gatorade why <laughs> The punishment is already bad enough. Hey man, you're lucky I've given you AIDS. It's
2: true. <laughs> uh Like the first ten minutes of this movie, I was feeling really good, being like, maybe the alcohol will make this more fun, and it fucking didn't. This movie is still not fun. Ugh. Uh, all, right. all right. Take the shot. I'm taking it.
1: Whole thing down the hatch. <laughs> Ew! (laughs) I think the white Gatorade was bad. (laughs)
2: Can you please get me some water? (laughs) Oh, zero sugar.
1: (laughs) Oh. Best
2: thing i could find zero sugar white gatorade <laughs> zero sugar white gatorade and a shot of rum
1: <laughs> hey man i can't make it too fun <laughs> i gotta i gotta go piss
2: Ugh. okay i think i've decided that these movies exist for moms to watch with their like preteen daughters and like it's wholesome enough That, you know, you can watch it with your kids, but, you know, it's still romantic, you know, so you can bond over liking Like, I'm a romance fan. Like, I watch romance movies and shows, and I read romance novels. Like, this isn't me shitting on the romance genre. I'm shitting on a very boring series of movies. And I guess the third one is, yeah, Blonde Vanessa Hudgens is, like, good now, and she needs to find love and I think it's like she's royal adjacent so some other royal adjacent person she's gonna like fall in love with but she's gonna think like oh no he's not gonna want like an ex party girl ex con maybe we should switch what fucking contrived ass reason will there be for a switch this time because, like, I don't know. For some, I think that switching is important to blonde Vanessa Hudgens' romance. But, like, what could possibly be the conflict? Like, there's no conflict in these movies. Oh, hey, an ad for Bridgerton, a better romance series, a way sexier romance series. Maybe I'm, like, giving too much away of what I prefer in romance <laughs> shit. Like, this is not edgy enough for me. Well, I'm three shots deep, and I guess uh, here we go. Three shots, third movie. The Motion Picture Corporation of America can kiss my ass. Very interesting. In the sequel, they had enough money to do a cute little animation opening that I did actually like. But now we're doing some cheapo, like, flashback AMV. Is the third one going to be lower budget from the sequel? Oh, the Catholic Church is just giving the St. Nicholas star on loan, huh? Wow, they really are like being a royal head of state doesn't mean your marriage suffers at all. In fact, if your marriage is strong, you'll be so good at coordinating together. Like, I don't know, man, working with your spouse, especially on like world politics, seems stressful. Oh, we're solving crimes now. Apparently, when you're both married and happy, you solve crimes. I don't understand how Chicago Vanessa Hudgens isn't, like, deeply traumatized from being kidnapped. Like, I don't know why she would want to do hijinks and shenanigans with her kidnapper. The prince is so boring. All the men are boring, except for Gideon who's fun. But everyone's boring. Boring. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about the fucking Star of St. Nicholas. I don't care about the heist route this is taking. If a hot person does not arrive soon, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. Okay, this dude is pretty hot, but like. Why does he care so much about her mom? Like, is that the drama that he banged her mom? Probably not, but that'd be so much funnier. So movie one was Princess and the Popper. Normal, like, girls need to fall in love. Uh, movie two was girls need to fall in love, but also a little bit of kidnapping, like a minor little crime thing. But now it's full-on crime heist, jewel thief, espionage interpol get the crew together like i just feel like this escalated very quickly she said he had a bit of a steamy for me like what he shit his pants he had a crush on you so hard what hawkeye wants the star of david or whatever the fuck. star of peace he wants the star of peace and so he's gonna betray her but he's like i wasn't gonna expect i didn't suppose to follow you blah, 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 blah. I'm an eccentric billionaire who just stole a precious, uh, item of the Catholic Church of of inconsequential prize, but I'm still gonna walk my talk every morning in the snow, no matter what! No man in this movie is hot. No man in this movie is hot. The new guy kind of is, but everyone's kinda boring. This movie is boring. Damn, the mom is fucking ice cold fucking rejected something unexpected happened Holland is now arguing with my mom saying I cannot eat dinner because I'm being punished (laughs) Like, I still have an hour and 13 minutes left of this godforsaken movie and Holland's like she's not allowed to eat dinner and my mom is like uh yes she has to it's dinner time so (laughs) we'll see how that argument settles Um, But I guess thoughts on the movie so far. Uh, We are 30 minutes in and I don't understand what the switch contrivance will be. Like, I'm sure they're gonna switch. Like, they'll use some excuse to switch. But it's even less important to the plot than the last two movies. Because it's like we have three Vanessa Hutchinson's trying to have chemistry with three very boring men and be like indistinguishable enough from the other two Vanessa Hudgenses that, I mean this Vanessa Hudgens is so different from the other two that it's very easy to realize that she's a different character, but like, I don't know. Like why is it a heist? Why do we have these characters? Like I know that when these like romance universes where everyone's a subject of the romance of, like of a book or whatever like there ends up being like a lot of really unnecessary characters like everyone's gotta have a sidekick and shit but like now everyone's in the same room and so like no one has enough screen time to do anything except for like blonde Vanessa Hudgens and her uh romance like her love interests so it's like what are the other two Vanessa Hudgens is even doing here why is any of this happening like in the Bridgerton books It's really just the two main characters. Like, you gotta keep it simple. Like... Even their romance is like a little weirdly contrived because, like, he sort of seems like a badass, but then he's like, You should really call your mom. Like, do you care or are you cool? I don't understand his energy. Like, you gotta pick a lane. Because if you're gonna do an enemies to lover trait, they gotta really be fighting and going after each other, but they're still like lingering, like, feelings like that. I don't know. Like, and so because everyone is just so fucking nice to each other, it's just kind of. Like, everyone's romance is the exact same. It's like, us, oh, this is nothing. This is the tapioca pudding of romance trilogies. Well, I'm back from a very blissful break, away from Princess Switch 3. <laughs> I got to eat dinner. Even though Holland really advocated for me to not eat dinner. But, um, it's 8.40pm. I am... Eating my millionth cookie of the day. I have to work out tomorrow morning on Christmas Eve. And I think at this point I'm just stalling. Alright, back to it. Everyone is too nice in this movie. Something's going on that I can only describe as a, a, a acrobatic foot fetish scene. And it is on, as unpleasant as that sounds. I'm pretty sure helicoptering away is like super against her parole. I'm begging you, Christmas Witch, give me a man who is not in love with Christmas. Give me a man who's not, like, so edgeless he looks like a snowman. Like, she's the bad girl. Why wouldn't she want to be with the bad? Give me a bad boy, Princess Witch. All the Christmas music just sounds like they're just listing Christmas things. Like, there's no rhyme or reason. God, we're having another goddamn switching montage. It's just like, Christmas Eve, people shopping, carrots, Frosty, Rudolph. Interpol guy is realizing a new fetish when he sees two of them. The most scathing thing you could possibly say is you're just like your mother. A contrived reason to switch number two. Ow, ow, ow. Okay, suddenly the best song this movie has ever had is playing. It's like a cool, like, techno-y, like, this is a song. There's a song playing. Am I drunk? Okay, this song is so fun that I'm going to look to see how many plays it has on Spotify. Gimme Song is a five-year-old song with 90 million plays. Holy shit. There are others. Oh, man. Dude. They only assumed this dude had the star. What if they put all of this effort in and they were fucking wrong and someone else stole the star? What would they do? Margaret's supposed to be the cool one. She should be having so much fun playing her snobby little cousin. Boo, you made Margaret boring, boo. But sir, it's Christmas. Me, 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 me. How did Interpol guy not know the code before they fucking tried this shit? You should not be like poking at numbers. What if a silent alarm goes off? You're the worst Interpol person who's ever existed. Fucking, this movie is so stupid. Come on, high school musical. You do that tango. I'm not a tango expert, but this doesn't really look like tango. I'm. There's so much. Silly, silly piggyback riding and lifting and touching. I don't know. Dance people at me. Would you consider this a good tango? Oh, boy. Another surprise.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Narcotics. Hooray. It won't kick in until you're done. Well, yeah.
2: We did joke about how I asked if I could have... Some fruit punch wink um, when I had 30 minutes left of the movie. And here we go 20, 2644. <laughs> oh, why is there so much movie love? <laughs> keep on, keep it on. You know what they've been saying this whole movie? <laughs> keep calm, carry on because that's what you have to not say British. to yourself to get... They're not even British, Holland! What are they, Belgravian? Belgravia and Maracopian, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Well. But everyone has British fucking accents. Where in the world are they? I don't know. Brussels was mentioned? This is a priceless church artifact and they're just like sticking it in bags willy-nilly like it's an old chapstick. Okay, i f- finally thought of what blonde Vanessa Hudgens reminds me of and it's Captain Jack Sparrow like she does her makeup the same way also this dude is so intent on like making her talk to her like toxic ass mom and it's like not your fucking place dude like butt the fuck out what the hell Not hot energy. Not at all. This really is a movie where Vanessa Hutchins just chastely makes out with three different, like, mostly boring dudes. Uh, I still don't know why this has... I mean, actually, I guess I get why this one has to be around Christmas, but none of it has... I guess this one tries the hardest to be... A Christmas movie the plot is integral to what the fuck is happening oh my god oh my god is this a musical number is this a cast credit scene musical number oh I don't care for this I don't care I don't care about any of these fucking characters or the plots of these movies like I guess Fiona is the most fun character but I, I didn't even give a shit about her romance. She's just the most interesting and fun character. And everyone else is so much more boring in comparison. And her dude sucks. He's just so boring and has like is really obsessed with getting her to reconcile with her mom. Which feels very risky. And it's just a dance scene. It's so long. What is, what is this, Master of Disguise? It's so long. I forgot what I was gonna say now. LMAO Vanessa Hudgens' top three billing. These dance scenes are the most forced thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, how many takes of dancing? So much dancing. Everybody dance, look like they're having fun. It's a fun movie, everybody. Gotta have so many scenes dancing. It's like after every single set piece, they would say, now it's time for dancing. And I bet by the time they got to the last set piece, everyone was so sick of goofy, silly dancing. Ooh, you know it's a silly goofy... <laughs> okay, some guy just, like, stranglehold, choke someone, which was a little funny. And, yep, cheering. Yay! Oh, dancing. So dancey. Dan- I don't know why I'm so cynical. I'm sure people on this movie had a great time. I'm just, it's over! Hooray! It's over. It's fucking um final thoughts um pretty boring um probably like you're not gonna hate this as much as I am like I'm just a butthurt baby who hates that she lost and had to spend four hours of her time doing this um but if this is something that interests you it's really not that big of a deal and if you're someone who has to watch this with their families for Christmas like it's fine Um, but I, I really only think the third one could be considered a Christmas movie because the third movie like mentions church. The others don't. I don't think anyone in these movies mentions Jesus if it's not even like expressly in A Christmas Carol. Um, and it's like, it's about a Christmas tree lighting and the church is here and, we're learning the meaning of family. Like, that's a Christmas movie. The third one is actually a Christmas movie with some identity swapping shenanigans. The first two, they're really just boring romance plot lines that just happen to be around Christmas. They're not really talking about, like, the meaning of the season or Jesus, which I'm pretty sure, like, you gotta have at least one or the other. Like, To be considered a Christmas movie. Um, This just. Like they mostly just has the aesthetics. Of Christmas. You know everything's all red and green. And it's snowy. And everyone's like. Has Christmas decorations around them. But. The main point. Is these royal romances. Which is like. I'm like pretty anti-monarchy. Like call me old fashioned. But the dictatorship of people we're just supposed to assume were anointed by God. Also, real loosey-goosey if they're heads of churches. Like, one of them married a divorced dad, which I don't know. Like, I know you, Charles is able to do it now, so maybe they're just really woke. But, like, I guess it's a Catholic country since they involved the Catholic church, and they're pretty against divorce. Um, Yeah, I don't know. This was... You know, this is just uh garbage. Like, I don't know, like junk food, but like not a junk food I enjoy. Um, I hear the Christmas Prince is even more boring. A night before Christmas could be fun. But like, I think they try so hard not to be offensive in any way. It's like they're afraid of being too Awful. Like, they're afraid of being outwardly bad. So instead, they just have no substance. Like, they take no risks at all to try and become uh, an enjoyable movie. And as a result, they just fail to be entertaining in any way. So it's 10 p.m. This is how I've decided to spend my goddamn evening. No, um, well, I didn't decide. Holland decided. But yeah, okay, that happened. First year down. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. And um, I'm gonna think of a better punishment next year when I win. Um, it's gonna be way more fun than this, like way more deliciously evil and entertaining. Um, this punishment was as boring as the Christmas witches or whatever the hell these movies are called.
1: And now we're back. I hope you enjoyed her experience, her pain, her suffering, her I betrayal th- of me too, by the way, <laughs> freaking drink some weed drink without telling me. Are you kidding me? It was literally only five milligrams. I watered it down
2: so much. It was literally just to take the fucking edge off. So I could. So final thoughts. If whatever I said, made you interested at all in watching these movies (laughs) let me give you a warning um the most salacious thing anyone does in these movies is uh a kiss and it's not really much more than a peck and it's at the end so these are not sexy films if you're interested in watching these movies not for the romance aspect but for their christmas aspect only the third one has even remotely anything to do with Christmas. <laughs> the other two just, like, happen to be said at Christmas. But there's nothing about, like, uh, Jesus or family or togetherness or giving or charity. Like, I guess the first one kind of has a little bit because there's, like, a literal charity in it. But, like, it's not very Christmassy. I guess the third one is the closest to any of them. But if I guess if you're, like... You want to watch a movie with like a really Christian preteen? This would be like a good way to connect to them. I can't, I really can't think of a reason why anyone would want to watch these movies if you weren't into some like real innocent
1: shit. All right. Thank you. Thank you. But that about does it on season one. We're done. Allegra did our punishment. We watched all the movies, and, yeah, we're just closing out the year. Thanks for sticking with us. Come back
0: at the new year for a brand new episode and a brand new season of Latchkey Sibs. Bigger, badder, Allegra, stop. And drunker, apparently.
2: (laughs) I will have my revenge!
1: Yeah, Allegra has it out for us now. Especially me, because I punished her. But all right. Bye. Tune Bye. in next week. Happy New Year. Goodbye. So Goodbye. You. Bye.